This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Fired up because uh, we're talking a lot of football today, starting with the quarterback of the East Carolina Pirates, Holt Naylor's joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Holt, I feel like I talk to you just about every day now, but good to see you Pretty again. Pretty much good to see you too, though. Good <laughs> to be here. Happy first day of school. Yeah. Last first day, which I said last year, but this is actually real. <laughs> for real? This, time. this, yeah. this is it. This, this is, is it. There'll be no more last first days no, for you. I'm done with school after December. And you so. got a pretty good schedule, you were telling us last time. Yeah, I do. I'm uh, I'm actually... You were literally taking... It's not underwater basket weaving, but it was, <laughs> simple, it was something similar. Yeah, so I got... Um, so my, my parents kind of got a little bit upset about that. So now I'm taking a bunch of entrepreneurship classes to kind of just help me out with what stuff. What was like that, that class, though? I said I didn't even know I that. I took dog walking. Dog walking, um, that's yeah. it. God, what a great class. Yeah, Where was, was that when class. I needed it as just elective? Yeah, it, was, it was a good class. I'm surprised Barstool hasn't got a hold of that one yet. But <laughs> yeah, I was in that one my freshman year. That's awesome. Uh, so how are things getting back to normal, a normal schedule, a in-season schedule, if you will, as camp is officially over. Now you're back to Mondays are the day off for folks that don't know, which never you to come in and, and do stuff like this um how is it going now as far as getting back into kind of a, a game type week which is this you know next week it'll be officially game week, yeah but this is kind of the the start of it right now yeah it's almost like a mock game week for us um we treat it like a game week and aspects of studying film at least i do and stuff like that and going through practice um for me i've been through it so much um you know i know what i do on mondays tuesdays um, and throughout the week with film review, stuff like that. So, you know, I, I dug into that today um, outside of class and really been here. I haven't been home much. And right when I, I mean, I told you right when I'm done here, I'm going back and watching film with coach. So I'm just diving into that, um, knowing the schedule of it, knowing what I need to watch to be prepared uh, for September 3rd. Yeah, even on your days off, there are no days off. Yeah, it's almost you. just more film day than practice. So. Yeah. The, um, what are you seeing now as you start to kind of dive into NC State here? Yeah, they're talented. They got a lot of experience returning. I mean, there's a reason they got all that hype around them. I mean, they got they got a lot of experience, a lot of talented players, especially on that defensive side of the ball. Um, obviously, they got a really good quarterback, but I mean, we believe we got a really good team too. We think we can match up with them, so we're excited to go out there and you know see what we got. You mentioned a lot of returners. How about their staff continuity? Is it same defensive coaches as a year ago? So when you're watching film, you can kind of expect some similar things for them to be doing this yeah. year. Yeah, and that's honestly a blessing in a way because I mean, I hate one of the the worst things is like in 2019 when we played them, there was rumors that they were switching. They had a co-defensive coordinator, which is the guy that's the defense coordinator now. Um, so we didn't even know what defense they were really fully going to run. So we were sitting there watching film of not even NC State of where he was prior to that, which was West Virginia. Um, so we're sitting there watching West Virginia film. And, I mean, you, you see the scheme and stuff like that. But, I mean, to be able to watch the players, especially with them, they got a lot of guys returning. So we're literally watching the defenses that they're going to run with the guys that they're going to run it. So it's pretty nice. They're talented across the board defensively. I go brought up their linebackers, said they have very talented linebackers. So how does that affect uh, an offense and what you want to do when a team you're playing has really good linebackers? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they are probably the most talented linebacker core we'll play all year, um, I would think. And, I mean, we, we faced some really good ones last year year in Cincinnati UCF I mean they were up there with those guys so um yeah, I mean they're going to make things hard for us but I mean it's going to be kind of a game of chess I mean I've played a lot of football and I know how to make a lot of checks and they do as well so I'm just going to come down to the small details and that's what we're really going to focus on going forward and speaking of checks I talked to you Saturday at media day holding and asked you how much ability do you have to talk to the coaches to to maybe change things up on the fly out on the field and you said that this year uh, you might be doing quite a bit of that if needed you have the ability to do that from the coaches right yeah um you know i've kind of gotten the full go to to do that with coach k um i mean obviously within the system i mean i'm not gonna go out there and do anything that's not within the system but um, i mean we we got a good relationship and we kind of think the same way philosophy wise now to know you know what he's thinking what i'm thinking should be around the same thing and 
um, prior in the week, you kind of have you know communication about that. If we see this, look, what's the weakness to it? What can I check to it? And just little things like that. So the bottom line, do you see something at the line that you can exploit? You They've given you the green light to audible, basically, yeah, to change the play and, yep. and do what you think is best. Yeah, and, and that just comes with experience. I mean, that just comes with a relationship with your coaches. Um, obviously, them trusting me and me trusting them and them coaching me and telling me, you know, this is the weakness of this defense. If you see this tendency, then, you know, check it and go to their weakness. How much this year, Holton, do you think that, you know, and obviously you want to be able to, you know, get it done with your arm and let the running backs do the bulk of the work when it comes to running, but you are mobile. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, move the ball up the field in a hurry. How much, uh, if a play breaks down, have they given you, I know in the past they didn't want you running, perhaps, and risking getting hurt. How much of a green light do you have, hey, if you have an opportunity to take off that you can have the green light to do that with your legs. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm full go. I mean, as far as I know, there's nothing really holding me back. They're not holding me back at all. I mean, this is this is the year that we've been prepared for, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, play timid or anything like that. I'm going to play, you know, my brand of ball and play, you know, ECU's brand of ball uh, to go win games. Last week, Bryce Williams, he joins us every Tuesday on the show from where ECU tied in. We are talking about how their offense just clicked with Shane and Justin and those guys in year three or four. And he also talked about even when a play broke down and you do the scramble drill, yep. it's almost like second nature when you play yeah. with guys like that so long. He said that's something they practice. How much do you practice the, the scramble drill and also uh, how comfortable are you playing when you're kind of playing backyard football? That yeah, so I mean, I grew up obviously playing backyard football with my brother, so I love stuff like that, um, situations like that. But that is something that we work on every Thursday. Um, we have a scramble drill. We work on it for about 15 minutes. So 15 minutes a week of practice time might not seem like a lot, but that's a lot of time to spend on one individual drill. Um, so, I mean, we, we work on it quite a bit. It's something that we try to be really good at because, I mean, that's you can win games off of that. How quick? 15, you're right. It doesn't sound like a lot, but, like, you guys are trying to get a lot in in a short amount of time, yeah. right? So how pressing are the, the practices day in, day out? For Very. Sure? I mean, you'll sit there and do a drill for two minutes um, full speed, and it'll seem like you're out there for 30 minutes doing a drill. <laughs> but, I mean, if you go at it full speed, you know, two minutes is, a, is enough time. That's why I say, I mean, we spend 15 minutes on the scramble drill. That's People know that's a lot of time. Um, spinning on it. So we, we really do take a vocal point in it. Because, I mean, third downs and red zone and stuff like that, you're going to have to make plays eventually with your feet. I mean, everything isn't just up there on the chalkboard goes exactly as planned. Holden Naylor's joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Rave reviews continuing to come in about Isaiah Winstead. Talked to uh, Coach Boyette about him, and, and he says he's as advertised. Holden, you've kind of said similar things. Uh, how pleased are you with the way he's come in and uh, and, and kind of taken over out there at practice? Yeah, very. Um, him and Jalen Johnson from Georgia have really you know came in and been leaders in that room right away um, with their work, eth- work ethic um, and just the way they play, the way they carry themselves. Um, I mean, they, they work super hard. They they play hard. You know, they're not afraid to block, and that's something that not a lot of receivers really like doing. Enjoy doing is go up there and blocking a safety when we need you to to let Keaton pop run, let Rajay pop run, and that's something that those guys take pride pride in. Um, so I mean, it could really help our offense down the road. Talking to Holton Naylor, starting quarterback, East Carolina University, and uh, Holton whole NIL deal has really uh, you know it's it's benefited student athletes it's definitely benefited you as quarterback of a D1 uh, football program I was going to joke with you before that uh, you know half our commercials may be Holt Naylor's ads yeah, which is real. everybody that, look you're a popular guy people want to associate their brand with you so it's kind of an honor that they even ask that hey yeah, can, absolutely. can you can we do a deal with you and uh, we've helped facilitate a number of those and we're through the NIL we're able to do stuff like this and, yeah. and uh, have you on with us exclusively each week uh, and something new that's coming out that uh, we're excited about that where the the name image likeness comes into effect where you could never, you know, let's say the university in the olden days would sell um, 
jerseys with the number 12 on it. Yep. You know, uh, the guy wearing number 12 wouldn't get anything out of that. No, that might make that, that jersey popular. Well, we're doing something. We're, we're not doing jerseys because those, uh, with all the supply chain issues and everything, it's it's really hard to get those done in time. But what we are doing is basically, a, a we're calling it a t-shirt jersey where it looks like a jersey, but it's yep. also a fraction of the price. Jersey. A jersey. That's a what jersey. they call them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're doing a first ever Holton Ehlers uh, t-shirt jersey so those are going to be uh, we're really excited about these they're they going to look fantastic and we're going to have uh, multiple colors available and the back is going to look just like the back of your jersey yep. and the front's going to have a unique logo that is uh, unique to Holt Nailers and we're going to have these available uh, the game plan is to uh, if all goes well knock on wood these will be in production this week and it could be as early as this weekend at, at local retailers near you, such as uh, UBE and Shimmer. So yep. we're really excited about these uh, new shirt jerseys, and I think they're going to look really cool. This was your idea, actually, to do. Yep. And uh, we're glad to even just play a small role and to help make this a reality. And I do think that's one of the cool things about the NIL stuff, that you can be able to you know, provide this for fans that say, hey, how do I get a Holt Nailers jersey? And they, they might be able to do it, you know, for as little, for under 30 bucks, they yeah. could have one. So I, I think these are going to be very well received. I think they're going to be extremely popular and we're probably going to have to, I imagine I'm going to be getting a call maybe in a week or two. We, so. we need to reorder, but uh, so. I'm really excited about these. Yeah, me too. I'm pumped about it. You know, NIL, that does give you the opportunity to do stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I wish we could do the jerseys, but, you know, with the ECU logo and the marketing and all that, I mean, it's just not as easy as just printing it and doing yeah. it. Um, so, I mean, it, it would be as close to the jersey as legally allowed. Um, kind of like you said, on the back of it, it'll just say Ehlers 12, just like a normal jersey. And on the front, it'll, um, you know, have like a signed autograph type thing from me with, you know, the number 12 there. So, it's pretty cool. Um, it'll be in UBE and, and Shimmer here pretty soon. And we've got them uh, in black, in gold, and in purple, purple. we're going to yep. be producing. So, uh, the, and, and basically all sizes, I think, yeah. from uh, youth to adult. So, uh, be looking for those soon. We'll be promoting those once they're out there, too, and let folks know when they're available but uh look forward to getting that uh out to the public soon for sure me too you've been a have you are you a jersey guy i am yeah i like jerseys what uh what was the first jersey you owned do you remember first jersey i owned um honestly i couldn't tell you because they're probably all hand-me-downs for my brothers um, <laughs> True. but i the the one that i really cherish the most now is i got a i got two tim tebow uh national championship jerseys oh, that's pretty oh, cool oh wow yeah. florida yeah, yeah. Sweet. Unfortunately, you had a conflict the night he was here in Greenville. I did because we had uh, practice. We were going to try and get you yeah. here and meet him. It was uh, going to be a great opportunity. Yeah. Unfortunately, business comes first. Um, if you could trade jerseys, like you see this sometimes in the NFL, even in soccer, yeah. you know, at the end of the game, where the players sometimes exchange jerseys. If that was a tradition in college football, which could, I mean, uh, granted, we probably can't afford it because we can't yeah, keep replacing. Say, we I'd can't, be having we to pay can't, for it. Yeah, I know we can't <laughs> keep replacing jerseys. So I know Steve in the equipment room is going, "What? Well, shut up, Troy." <laughs> Quit talking. Don't even put this out there. But if you could exchange a jersey, let's say, with our first game with NC State, like who would you exchange with? Their quarterback? You know, I would think naturally, but would it be um, someone else? Yeah, probably Devin. Um, Devin Leary, Devin Carter. I mean, I know Devin Carter played in the Shrine Bowl with me, so we got a good relationship, too. Uh, probably just one of those two guys. I mean, yeah. obviously, 
Devin Leary's good. I mean, he's the quarterback. Would you like to do that if that was available? To It'd be cool, Every yeah. game you could um, kind of exchange your I mean, I, I think it's cool that's an NFL thing, but I mean, if that, that would be a college thing, yeah, but you know, at the same time, our equipment manager, Steve, would not be a fan of that, so <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think it's even a chance of me doing that. I'm going to yeah. try to do a shirt swap with Ruff after the game <laughs> if, uh, if I see him on the sideline. It is weird seeing Ruff in the red. Yeah. Yeah, I got to be honest. Is. I'm just, I don't think that'll ever like be normal yeah. or comfortable. Yeah, that is. Because he uh, recruited you Yeah, he, he was the one who gave my first scholarship offer. Yeah, yeah offered. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how long your legacy goes back. <laughs> Literally. He's, yeah. He's been he's, he had been recruited by three different ECU coaches. Yeah, here. it was 2014 when I got my first offer. So that means Riley was still here yeah. at the time in 14. He was. He got the Oklahoma job two weeks after they offered me. So. Wow. Did and you see uh, USC. Tyler Sneed over the weekend? Yes, I did. I winning, talked to uh, him. Touchdown for yeah, that. How about that? We got the audio. Oh, let's let's run that. Former pirate. Currently, fourth and goal. Rudolph finding his man, Tyler Sneed. And that is a touchdown for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they have taken the lead. A Tyler Sneed touchdown Heck Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. For the go-ahead win. Wow. I mean, that's he pretty awesome. It. Yeah, uh, he, he deserves it. I talked to him right after that. I mean, he's working his tail off like he always has and I mean he deserves it more than anyone everyone everyone here loves him no doubt so uh, he's been getting I, action in both preseason games now is this I mean is he looking to maybe make the practice squad I, or yeah. I was wondering is yeah, he, I mean, his stock is up yeah he, he's doing really well there and the guy in front of him actually uh, got hurt so I mean that in the NFL that's a bad thing but a good thing for the guy that you're below um, when it's a business decision kind of like that. So, I mean, he's he's sitting in a good position. He's got to keep working hard and keep producing. Sent a message over the weekend said congratulating yeah. him and wishing him well. And, you know, Tyler's always great kid, professionals yeah. always. But, uh, man, how exciting because you want to talk about, you know, the – how hard it is coming up yeah. without you know being drafted. I mean, it's hard even when you're drafted yep. to make the team, but to be able to do it uh, the way he's done it, and knock on wood, hopefully it continues to go well, but what an incredible story that could be. Yeah, I mean, he even did it here. He came here as a walk-on and didn't yeah. really have much here. So, I mean, he's kind of in the same position he was here, and he's you know hopefully working the way up the same way he did here. He is taking advantage of every opportunity he's been given from here to now it sounds like Pittsburgh yep. as well. Awesome stuff. Speaking of injuries, uh, Tony Collins was in here the other day. I heard, yeah. It's good to see him um, back. And unfortunately, multiple injury news for him. He's getting shoulder surgery. Yeah, which so is tough shoulder. He's going to be out for a tough while. surgery, I should say. Uh, but he said that I asked him, you know, how many years in your NFL career did you feel like during training camp you really had to earn it? And how many times did you feel safe? And he said his rookie year, he felt like every day he had to go out and earn it. But the two guys ahead of him got hurt. And that is what allowed him to start and yeah. go to the Pro Bowl and play. Yeah. So injuries a huge deal there. Such a uh, bad in- like surgery for him. He's going to be on the uh, IR list for the Pirate Radio party. I, know. I don't even think he's <laughs> going to be able to make it to the party. And in his defense, I don't know if he wants 100 people slapping him on the back. Hey, hey buddy, Tony Good to see you. Yeah. After he's had shoulder surgery. But uh, we do are expecting uh, Chris to, Is his wife still coming? He said no. So, uh, uh, Trudy <laughs> is absolutely invited. <laughs> yes, and, she is. Uh, I'll pick her up if she needs a ride. Uh, but we uh, do expect Coach Mike Houston to uh, make an appearance, possibly even introduce the bands. I know you're busy, Holton, but you I know you're busy. you know you're invited. I appreciate. Yeah, of I don't course, think I'll be able to make. Maybe probably better the, you maybe, not there. Maybe <laughs> next year. Well, no, next year you'll be busy too. So I, I don't so. know. We'll, we'll have to. We'll do a different party. Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe an end of the season party. There we'll we go with you. But uh, no, we, you guys, of course. Uh, We'll be celebrating the start of football season. Tickets are still available. They're getting fewer and fewer clip. We're getting down to the short rows on this deal. And uh, you can go to PR927FM.com to buy yours. They're only 10 bucks. Your $10 goes to charity, local charities here. Uh, we're benefiting 
let me see if I can reel it off without looking. Riley's Army, uh, we're benefiting the EC School of Nursing with the um, Jeff, with the Heather Ann Pertee Scholarship Fund. Uh, we are benefiting SportWorks for ECU athletes, and we are benefiting the last one. Well, Troy, I have a daughter who is very special to me. Daughters oh, for Daughters dads. for Dads. That's, That's it. Yep, yep. So those four charities uh, for every ticket sold. Yep. So, PR927FM.com. Uh, yeah, get them while bucks. you can. we got the Breakfast Club coming. It's an awesome 80s band out of Atlanta. We've got uh, the Clydesdales that'll be there with their debut in Greenville. So exclusively for the party, uh, anyone that has a ticket will be able to get a uh, picture with the Clydesdale. And uh, what else am I missing, Clip? Of course, uh, you'll, we'll have Troy Dean Ellerby there signing <laughs> autographs and taking photos. Yeah, Don't let that scare you away. <laughs> yeah. Please come anyway. Uh, speaking of Clydesdales, you got some big boys in front of you, Holden Aylers. That was probably a bad segue. That is a great segue, <laughs> Clip Brock. Okay, all right, fair enough. I, we, I, I, I love comparisons. You know. uh, is I saw this the biggest line you've ever had? Is what the biggest line? Offensive line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking Not about the line of the game. No, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they look like a D1 offensive line that can move people. I mean, that's their job is to move 300 pounders out of the way. And they, I mean, they look like they can do that. And I mean, hopefully they can. You never really know until game one, but they're as talented as big as they've ever been. I think offensive linemen get a bad rap. I talked to Parker Moore, Avery Jones, uh, Nashad Strother, and they all sounded like scientists. All, like very intelligent oh, yeah. guys. Uh, very like soft-spoken, yeah. but when they get on the field, it's a different story. But I uh, really enjoyed talking to those guys Saturday. They seemed really excited about like the guys I talked to that were here before are excited. To, and Parker Moore coming in says he's been welcomed with open arms from the group. Yeah, they have been. That's that's what we really take pride in um, in our program is having a family-type atmosphere. I mean, anyone who comes in there knows that. Any guy that has really transferred here has been welcome and has even kind of vocally said, you know, we appreciate you guys for doing that. So it's a family atmosphere. And hold on, I know you'll agree with me. They're really the unsung heroes of oh, the absolutely. offense because without a good offensive line you can't do what you do the receivers can't score the running backs can't hit the holes you know I mean it is most fans don't know who they are yeah but unless something bad happens right unless something bad happens but man they they are responsible for everything that kind of yeah. happens afterwards they're not the playmakers they don't get to score but without them we you don't score. Yeah. I mean, I've said it my whole career. They're the engine of our offense. I mean, really of our team. Um, if you look at it, I mean, how the offensive line plays is usually how the team plays. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky this year to have the guys that we have. I'm really excited to see those guys go work and, uh, you know, go compete and, you know, see what we can do. It's a different breed to be offensive line. Yeah, you, can't, it does. you know, it's not about ego and yeah. you, know, you can't be selfish and you got to work together as a unit. And I mean, it, it, it takes a lot of dedication to be, yeah. especially a good offensive lineman. Yeah, it does, especially at a college level. I mean, those guys got to, I mean, they eat. Some of them don't even like eating and they got to eat to, to stay up their weight. So, I mean, they, they go through what not a normal person will ever go through ever. And I mean, really all D1. You know, sports do and athletes do, but offensive linemen is just kind of like you said, a different breed. Hold on, we always hear about like the first drive of the game, the scripted plays that drive. Is that in right now, or is that something that's going to get in between now and a couple Saturdays? It'll probably be in by next Wednesday. That's something they do kind of later in the week. Um, you just you you get as much film in as you can before you do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you kind you'll know kind of early in the week. You know what plays will be good. We'll do that, and then you know you kind of get a feel for how the team's practicing, what plays we're doing good with, and just little things like that. Her Donnie Kirkpatrick was running a promotion this year on social media. Picked the first play. 
Maybe that's missing. Cliff, you going to call it? I'm not calling it. What did that be I put the question out there, though. Donnie put it out. Pick the first play with Donnie Kirkpatrick. And then he can't be blamed for it on the fifth quarter. Then he could call in and blame somebody else. That would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Who, I guess Mike Houston has the final say on the coin toss hole, and you probably want the ball first every time. But how about if ECU wins the coin toss this year? Yeah, I mean, he has a full say so in that. But he usually, honestly, he's usually good about that. Usually lets the offense get the ball first. But, I mean, I trust in him so much now that whatever he picks you know i believe that's what's going to help us win full trust uh in the head coach and and man i tell you at from the outside looking in it feels like one of the smoothest camps then that goes with the sickness you guys had but yeah everything real. seems so positive and upbeat the entire time coming from the head man mike houston is that how you feel yeah i mean it did i mean we're so experienced at all different levels i mean you gotta think our starters are in their our fourth and fifth camp um, really as starters too so a lot of a lot of guys a lot of teams might have older guys that you know maybe started one or two years I mean the guys that are starting now for us have came in when we were you know not a good football program and, and started and helped turn this thing around so um, we know what's expected and we just went out there every single day and competed and that's just kind of I mean the culture that we have now it's just when you go out there and practice you know you got to give everything you have or else you're really going to stick out like a sore thumb all right here's a uh, coin flip question you made me think of a clip uh you know coach decides you know whether he wants the ball first if we win the the coin flip or not but you go out there does he tell you hey pick heads or tails or does he leave that up to you no he leaves that up to you so i don't um it's kind of weird and a lot of quarterbacks it's kind of a, a weird thing usually a lot of the times i don't even go out there for the coin toss because right i that's when i that's the time i have to warm up mm-hmm. um so i have been out there for a bunch of coin tosses over my career but um, I kind of, I mean, we both kind of had a conversation about, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I've been a team captain here for a while now, but I'd rather be loose and my arm feel good yeah. during that time period. So usually when they send about two guys out there, I mean, it, it changes every year. It's whatever he decides. But um, usually during that time, whoever goes out there, I mean, I, like I said, I've been out there tons of times, but I'd rather be out there warming up and, you know, feeling good about it beforehand. Uh, Troy, real quick, and Holden, you don't need to hear this, but one thing you forgot about the party night, the after party at yes. uh, Dirty Dance. That sure. is, uh, Jenny made sure to remind yeah, me of that. Yeah, if you have a ticket or party, you get in free to dance, at, which Holden is right sleeping, off 4th Street. And uh, Mikel Buck will be playing there. Oh, uh, so our party nice. goes to about 10 o'clock, and then that thing will kick in around 10. So it would be perfect timing. All right, I have a questions of the day that I'm going to ask all the guys, so we'll ask Holden here to wrap it up. So it's three questions, Holden. You have to choose a different teammate for each answer. The questions are, what teammate would you like to live with for a year? What teammate would you want to marry your sister or a female that's important in your life? And what teammate, we don't want to mess up your pretty face or your arm, so what teammate are you picking to fight your battle against somebody? So those are the three questions. Live with, marry your sister, or important female, and then fight your battle. Live with? Well, I live with Aaron Jarman, so I'll just have to pick him. All right, easy. That's an easy one. What's the next one? Uh, marry an important oh, female in your yeah. life. Let's say if you you have all brothers. Let's say one of them was a sister. Yeah. Uh, let's say you had... Let's uh, say Griff shaved. I was going to say uh, Heather Holton was your sister, and she's got to be married off to one of your... Heather Holton? I mean, I'm sorry. I think he understands it. Amy, let's go with Amy Ehlers. All right, that's better. I was trying to come up with a fictional character. So Amy, your sister, Amy has Ehlers. to be married. To one of your teammates, who is oh, it? Who do you trust? Alex Flynn. Dude's a great guy. All right. um, he's going to get his doctorate at some point. So what an endorsement. Yeah. Wow. I really, really respect him. And he's he's really done a good job here. I'm super proud of him. He had a really good camp, too. So probably Alex Flynn. All right. What teammate are you picking to fight a battle for you? Since you don't want to injure yourself. Well, my whole offensive line, because that's pretty much what they do on Saturdays. That's true. Um, Protect you. Right. Yeah. What yes. if you had to kill a teammate? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know That's, if I can say that on air. <laughs> I know, just joking. <laughs> All right. Well, so what? Uh, what O line? What, what O line? What player? Yeah. 
probably Bailey Malvick. If you know anyone on our team, Bailey is a, a different breed of, of human. So I, I'll just keep it at that and go with Bailey. I've talked about this with your dad before, a wrestling fan. He has like the build of a wrestler. Bailey, and he's a huge wrestling fan. Massive. If you want to get... You think it, there's a chance he could get into Oh, it? absolutely. That'd yeah, awesome. I think he, he's talked about trying to do it before, but uh, I don't know if he is a big interview guy, but if you ever got him to open up, that'd be the best interview you ever had. I've tried, I've been begging for them to get him mic'd up for a while now, but okay. he's, yeah. Troy, challenge accepted. Yeah. Yeah. We'll reach out and see. Good stuff. Holton, uh, enjoyed it, man. Yes, we're, sir, at a, we're, we're still coming up with questions I know. to ask. Yeah. I was going to say, at some point, Cliff and I were looking at each other, we're like, we've asked him everything we could ask. <laughs> I thought out. we did good today to did, actually yeah. got some new yeah. stuff in. Yeah. You know, it's it, People have no idea how hard it is after we oh, talk a hundred times. We'll but, have games soon what, to talk about. Yeah, yeah soon yeah. enough, the season will be here and we can talk about what's actually happening yeah. or happens. So, but uh, this preseason stuff, sometimes you got to get a little dig a little deeper. Yeah, you know? for sure. We'll see if but, we can uh, find any new stuff to ask Rajay Harris coming up next <laughs> when he joins us. Holden, enjoyed it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Back inside the Pi Radio studios with Troy D and East Carolina running back Rajay Harris, who joins us here in the Pi Radio studios. Rajay, good to Welcome see you back. again. How good you doing? I'm great, man. I appreciate y'all having me. How did uh, Saturday Media Day go for you? Answering a lot of questions from a lot of different folks. You seem to to handle it pretty well, though. Yeah, man. I love talking, man. I love just you know hearing people talk and hearing people questions, man. It just made my day because I know I used to dream of it. Was there any question that you got that was like, man, that's a weird question, or uh, I don't know how to answer that question? Um, let me see. One dude had asked me, what did I like to eat? It was kind of a weird question. It was football. You know, we ain't here talking about football, y'all. More about what I like to eat. But uh, that's probably the weirdest question. But, you know, overall. Nothing too bad. Nah. Yeah. Overall, it was good. Well, I got some odd questions. So what do you like you. to eat? <laughs> I got some odd questions for you later, so get ready for that. We'll, yeah. we'll talk that's, that's usually what we handle, the odd questions. Yeah. No preseason. Because we've talked to you so much this offseason yeah. now that we're kind of getting ready for a game just like you are, right? I'm ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was going to ask, hold, if y'all had to play this Saturday, would you be ready to go? Like, do you need that extra week, or would y'all be ready this Saturday? I think we need that extra week. You know, just a mental break. You know, just have fall camp. So I think we need like a mental break from everything, from from ball, from just being at the facility. You know, some people just need that time, just relax. Right now starts kind of your your game mode week. Uh, mm-hmm. Fall camp is over. How much uh, of NC State gets installed this week versus uh, it's all NC State next week? But have they started that this week? Um. Honestly, I'm not sure. Um, they'll probably do a lot of special teams this week, you know, try to get that knocked out. But I know next week is going to be the week, you know, that we that we really lock in. Uh, maybe even towards the end of this week, we're going to really lock in on them. But, uh, you know, I'm already starting. I'm pretty sure Houghton already starting. And, you know, we're just ready. So does practice uh, get easier? I don't know if that's the word, but it's not the grind of fall camp. Like, is it any easier for you guys this week? Um, I wouldn't say easier, but it's more like cut back. So it's not like aggressive, uh, not a lot of hitting, stuff like that. Trying to save your legs, you know, it's a long season ahead. But um, it's a lot of game planning. It's a lot of, you know, new plays. Not just new plays, though. It's just a lot of, a lot of wrinkles just to add in. So it's a lot of focus, bit focus. But, um, you know, shoot, we just attack it. Roger, how are you doing health-wise coming out of fall camp? How are you feeling physically? I'm great, man, uh, mentally and physically, man. I'm just I'm feeling great. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to get these dubs with the team, with the fam. Uh, shoot, I'm just ready to attack it. 
Right, does it upset you that you'll never have uh, as big as biceps as your running backs coach, Chris Foster? <laughs> no, it don't. His man. arms look fake. Man, it's crazy. His triceps, man. It's just, I be telling him every day, like, I'm not trying you. I will never <laughs> try you. Just, I talked to him try. Saturday, man. I don't know what size shirt. I don't know how his sleeves small. Small. Yeah. small. He's smitty. Yeah, small, yeah. smitty. <laughs> it's definitely two sizes too small, but he's a big dude. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, how's everything going uh, with him, with the, the running back situation right now? Sounds like Marlon Gunn. You've talked about him. It sounds like he's really had some good practices. Yeah, man. I'm not really sure the third back right now. Uh, y'all probably know more than me, but uh, shoot, all them boys been working. You know, Pop McKay, Camaro, Marlon Gunn. Hey, man, everybody's just coming to practice every day trying to chase that 1%. And, uh, you know, it's showing. Uh, I asked Mike Houston how the back and forth went from with offense and defense during camp, and he said it was a great battle. There were skirmishes, which he said was a good thing. It didn't get out of hand, but mm-hmm. I know you like to talk a little bit. Were you involved in any of those skirmishes out there? Honestly, no. <laughs> Honestly, no. I wasn't, I wasn't involved in none of it. Um, a lot had to do with just being a, trying to be a leader, trying to break it up, trying to show the younger guys, you know, it's good to, you know, argue and fight a little bit, but don't, don't take it overboard. And, um, like you said, it wasn't no type of, you know, off the field stuff. Yeah. People trying to fight off the field. It was just everything that happened on the practice field stayed on the practice field. Hey, Rajay's a peacemaker here. <laughs> peacemaker, man. Yeah. Good heart. Yeah. Good heart. <laughs> and that, that is important. You said that too, though, that make sure once you cross the lines and go to the locker room that it's all squashed, right? Most definitely, man. You don't take nothing that happened on the field in the locker room. Y'all about ready to hit somebody else? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's been all summer, all spring, all fall. You're just going after each other. It's got to be a good feeling to finally, like, suit up, get all on the same sideline, and go after someone else for a change. I think everybody, even the coaches, are ready just to – game plan and just get off each other and stop you know hitting each other we think we just ready to just hit everybody else <laughs> Keaton Mitchell said he uh, focused a lot on his pass catching this offseason Roger that's something you've done very well your first two years is that something too that you've uh, tried to perfect this offseason yes sir um, you know we playing bigger guys this year so it's going to be always something that you know you're going to have to work on as a running back but uh, other things like ball handling um I feel like I did a pretty good job last year at that, but, um, you know, you can always be better at uh, little stuff like that. Um, just trying to protect Oatman, man. Sure, he's a vet. I was scared to bring it up during the year about, like, fumbles and stuff, so I didn't want to jinx it. So I might not even talk about that during the year this year. Are you superstitious? Do you care to talk about it? Or, you know... It doesn't matter to you. No, I really don't matter. Honest. <laughs> it really don't even matter. I was sure the first time I brought it up, like, hey, Rajay, you didn't fumbled all year. Yeah, like, Cliff, Cliff speaks it into the universe. And I know. Uh, I know. I get worried about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, let's just knock on the wood. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I <laughs> yeah. uh, see. Uh, last year, 24 catches for you, 162 yards. Uh, Keaton, you and Keaton had such, you know, similar stats. He had 22 catches. So mm-hmm. uh, that 50-50 split, is that kind of something you're expecting again this year? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of um, – I want to try to put some two back in this year. I don't know how they feel about that. Me and Keaton on the field at the same time. Uh, we haven't put it in yet, so I really don't know. But um, that would be, hey, that'd be I, lovely. I yeah. love that idea. I know that's probably a question for Donnie and, and Mike Houston. <laughs> I like that Rajay said, I want to try to put yeah, that in. No, like you're I, on the offensive I staff. Think you, why aren't they putting that in? I think that's a dangerous look right there. Yeah. Both you guys there at the same time. Maybe they are. It's like a wishbone type of deal. I agree. Maybe they have and Rajay's lying to us so nobody will find I out. Know. I don't know. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but that, that would be a a dangerous duo at dangerous. the same time. Dangerous, man. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, make a note to talk to Donnie about this. Put something in his ear about 
God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Donnie seemed upbeat with uh, with how everything was clicking. Uh, Coach Scott as well. Uh, mm-hmm. That the offense with another year of holding nailers, a, a veteran group that everything went smooth uh, this camp. You feel mm-hmm. the same way? Yeah, man. We was real big on um, energy, especially that last week because um, last scrimmage we didn't have no energy on the sideline from the offense. But, um, you know, this whole – the last week and the whole week, man, we were just out there balling, man, having energy, just being ourselves. We, we don't have to be anyone else. You know, we don't have to try to be, you know, state or, you know, anybody else, man. We just got to be the Pirates. Are y'all expecting to play uh, with tempo offensively this year? You, you talked about that. You're going to be more kind of conservative. Well, what's the, the uh, thought there? You know, you want to you want to tempo a lot. You know, just to wear the defense out. Um, you know, have gaps in the defense, but. You know, I'm with whatever. It don't even matter to me. <laughs> you say wear the defense out. How about you? You're not going to get worn out, right? How's the conditioning and the fourth quarter? You want to be ready for that, right? Yeah, shout out to Big John, man. They did a great job, man. The staff did a great job this summer, this spring, just getting everybody healthy, getting everybody conditioned. And I feel great. Good stuff. Uh, we saw Chris Foster out there with the uh, the boxing glove. We talked about that. But, Troy, you remember back in the day, Coach Connors was here. They had the sand pit yeah. if you fumbled. And mm-hmm. I remember we interviewed. Does that get used much anymore? I don't know if there is. Uh, I see it there still. Oh, it is. But yeah, it's still in existence, but it kind of gets neglected. I don't nah, see. Not really for, like, practices and stuff like that. But I remember season. we talked to Breon Allen, man. He had sweat and oh, sand yeah. all over his face doing the interview. I felt bad <laughs> for the guy. What is the – do y'all have punishments for uh, for fumbles? Oh, like? yeah, oh, yeah. You're going to do, like, up-downs or, you know, you do cross-fields. You're going to do something that, that reminds you not to what are, what are <laughs> I know what up-downs are. What are cross-fields? Uh, is that just running? Yeah, it can be some type of running. It can be rolling. Um, mm. It's just, you know. Could it be the, just the, the punch? what do they call the crab walk? You know, like where you've got to do a bear crawl. That's what I was thinking. A bear they crawl, make you do yeah, those. Yeah, those yeah. are exhausting, I think. Man, he Don't give the it. coaches any more ideas. Sorry. He come up with it, man. Whatever he's thinking about that day, he'll just come up with it and we'll do it. <laughs> as a team though Roger Harris joining us uh, 49ers fan he likes to remind me and others about that oh, definitely. His, his Niners should be pretty good this year how much uh, preseason you've been watching on the weekends you've been keeping up with anything honestly I haven't watched nobody but uh, J-Mac and Snead yeah. I ain't even yeah. watched my Niners man I just I don't know I how just, about Snead getting in the end zone the other night I love it I sent him a message this morning because I probably his phone probably been blowing up <laughs> but uh, I sent him a message this morning and I told him I was just proud of him man because I know how hard he works I talked to uh, some of the offensive linemen, and they, they talked about Garrett McGinn getting to that next level, Deontay Smith, mm-hmm. and uh, it was Noah Henderson who I was talking to, mm-hmm. and how that, that kind of motivates him and also lets it be like, hey, this can happen. Like, the dream could happen. Do you feel that way when you see Snead and J-Mac and those guys? Oh, yeah. Like, it's right there. You just got to go get it. You know, every day you wake up, you just got to have a mission, man. It's, you know, you got goals and you got missions. Oh yeah, I was telling my kids, hey, he he scored an NFL touchdown. I mean, there's In not a Steelers uniform. I know, like there's still not that many people that can say that. Sure. I mean, when you think that, about that it, this, uh, how many people true. are in this country that you know he's already d- achieved something in my book that nah, I think is real, phenomenal. Man. So and that just it has to be the greatest feeling ever, man. Troy, uh, any football questions before I get to the off the field stuff here? Uh, I think we've covered most of the football <laughs> stuff, Roger. I mean, I feel like you know we're, we've been talking to you guys and we talked to Holden about this so much. I feel like mm-hmm. we've covered the football really good preseason. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, we need the games to happen. So we yeah. start talking about what happens during a game and you know your reaction to it in the week ahead. Uh, but no, I think we're green lighted for these uh, off the field questions. Oh, yeah. All right, so it's three <laughs> different questions, Rajay. You got to answer with three different teammates. So, Uh-oh. question one: What teammate would you like to live with for a year? 
So who do you get along with? Who's going to be clean? You should share a room with. Yeah, who would you pick? Uh, Probably Taylor Jackson, because that's my roommate right now. He's been my roommate since we came in. He's a good roommate? Yeah, he's good. a good man. Good. All right. He's vetted. You, yeah. know what he's, you know what to expect. Yeah, I know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what team... Do you have a, uh, a sister or a yes, female cousin? What teammate <laughs> would you trust to marry your sister or a female that's important to you in your life? Um, oh... Probably Demetrius Mooney. Okay. Uh, yeah, Demetrius Mooney. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, that's just my guy. You trust him? Yeah, I see how he treat his uh, lady. Okay. You know, and it's just, you know, Demetrius. All right. I don't even want to think about that. How question. about, and real quick, how about his ride as a pirate? Goes from the leading rusher one year mm-hmm. to now, you're going to get some snaps at linebacker, been playing special teams. Wait till y'all see him, though, man. That, yeah. That guy's been working. Nice. He's been working. All right, and finally, Rajay, we don't want to get you hurt. We need you for week one, but you you got to fight this dude. You're not going to fight him. You're going to pick a teammate to fight him for you. Who are you mm-hmm. picking to fight your battle? Bailey. That's who Olden said. Bailey. I'm telling yeah. y'all, that, that man right there, I'm telling y'all, Bailey. Bailey Malovic. <laughs> a wrestler, man. He want to be a wrestler, man. Yeah. He looks like he could be a wrestler. We were talking about Jeff Hardy the other day, man, and he just, <laughs> hey, he went crazy about it. So man. you need a bodyguard, one guy from the team. That's who you're that's taking. Bailey. All right. Yeah. Bailey Malovic's the pick. Guy. Good deal. <laughs> that's my guy. The pick is in. <laughs> <laughs> Rajay, good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you again next Monday, time, game week, finally. Oh, yeah. Exciting. Ready. Almost that time, man. 1%, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Every the mantra. Xavier Smith is going to join us inside the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina linebacker, here on a Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Delcor, the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in Eastern North Carolina for residential and businesses for over five decades. Give them a call, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com. And X is here. Hello, Xavier. How you doing, man? Doing good. Finally being here in person. Yes, sir. Good, good, to, good to, see to see you, you again. Yes, Looking good. Looking rested. Relaxed. Have you even been through camp? Uh, <laughs> Definitely been through camp. But, you know, got a little good day off and I'm feeling good. Uh, you, you talk a lot about getting the body right and making sure you, uh, you're you healthy going into a year. So how much does things kind of slow down a little bit with the practices and everything once you get out of that camp period? Does it ease off a little bit for you guys? I mean, I, this year different. I don't know. I hope so with the practice schedule. But typically, camp is you know made to build some mental and physical toughness. So we expect that you know the young guys obviously don't really get it yet. But once camp is over, with you know expected to be a little bit not as taxing on the body and the legs. But you know, I don't duck work. You know, all work is good work. We asked Raj this question if the game was this Saturday how ready is the team right now or do you really need that extra week this week and next week to get ready still got about two weeks here or could could y'all go this week if you had to um you know I like to over prepare so I really feel like if we were out there we can give anyone some good bump right now we got the pieces you know we got some good players across the board we got good depth across the board but there's a lot of small things we still got to tighten up on you know just coming out of camp uh you know getting new players in you know getting accustomed to the playbook so this is small wrinkles that we need to fix you know special teams we're just tightening tidying up the little things and that way you know our, we take our best game our best football team into week one are you going to be involved in uh kickoffs uh punt coverage anything like uh, on special teams this year oh yeah punt kickoff punt return i don't want to play it all kickoff return ah, a little shaky on kickoff return but 
I love playing special teams. I'm a team player. I like to help my teammates win. I like to help the team win. Yeah, and coaches and and even players go about that differently. Some like don't don't like to put the starters in. Some have their best guys on special teams. So yeah. sounds like uh, we're gonna have the best out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's how it should be. I like it. Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, I know you're ready to hit somebody in the red and the white, but how about during camp? Uh, who was uh, who's the toughest pirate to bring down to tackle on offense? I know you're going to say you can tackle everybody, and I believe you can. <laughs> but who's the toughest? If to you bring had down? to pick one, yeah. um, uh, I would have to say bring down. You know, good good mechanics is you can tackle everybody, but Keaton, he's just hard to catch. So, you know, I can be running full speed and he just jogging. So I'm like, dang, you know. He's but, elusive. Yeah, he's elusive and yeah. fast. So, it's hard to tackle if you can't get your hands on that's him. That's true. So that's why yeah. I have to give it to Keaton. But Rajay, yeah, they, it's hard to tackle a lot of people. They all got different aspects they bring to the team. So Keaton know. said a couple weeks ago he's gotten faster. Uh, do you feel he's gotten faster? I mean, I don't know how fast you can get. He fast. Like, if you outrunning people, I don't know how he can tell how fast he is <laughs> if he just outrunning everybody all the time. But Have you gotten faster? Yeah, I lost some weight. Yeah? Yeah, I'm down a couple of pounds. I'm trying to bring something different in my game this year, too. Uh, you, how much do you look at that weight? I guess you can feel it more so than jumping mm-hmm. on a scale, but like, do you feel like you're in the, the best shape you need to be in heading into this year? Yeah, I mean, I always think there's some things I can do better, like as far as like what I can do to – help myself or because I'm always hard on myself about that kind of thing but you know I can definitely feel the weight you know my body's getting a little old now so like I'm trying to get you know make the best for my opportunity right now that's losing weight to make things a little bit easier I can play a little faster play a little longer I'm trying to do whatever I can do this year to help myself out and help the team I was a little shocked last week Xavier you have a lot of confidence in yourself but when I asked you about maybe performing another backflip you said well We'll wait and see how you're feeling at that yeah. particular time. I could definitely hit another backflip, though. You know. Okay. I'm getting right. old, though. I'm getting old. That's, and I got to tell you, that's an extremely athletic move yeah. to be able to do that. Do you speak from experience or no, from watching? I, okay. Because right. I consider myself a former athlete, Clip, yeah. and I could never do that. So I, I am saying, if you can do a backflip, that's an incredibly athletic move. After I, playing an entire I, football game, too. Yeah. 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 Do, I don't do think that? most people can do that it. That was uh, Memphis, I Memphis, believe. Yeah. I sent you the video. I was turned. That was, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was happy. Yeah, I was happy. <laughs> Stop that two-point convo. I felt that after the, you know, the ibuprofen wore off, though. <laughs> but, yeah. Xavier Smith joining us. Uh, East Carolina NC State just two Saturdays away. So, with the practice schedule this week, what are y'all doing this Saturday? Like, your final Saturday without college football. What are you going to be um, doing? That's a great question. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't really I wonder, got no saying what we got to do. I just show up and, you know, my, you might get the day off. I was going to say, they, yeah. might, they may actually make it potentially a day off, give you some rest oh, for the well, last Saturday. Listening, I would not mind that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I was head coach, off. that's what I'd do for you guys. Yeah. I know how hard y'all have been working and let you have one day. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, is the plan. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. i got to double check this. So there will be college football on. Uh, Northwestern and Nebraska play Saturday at 1230. Like, if you're home, would you flip on a game and watch it or do something else? I don't know. If it's a day off, I might wake up at 12. You know? <laughs> Stay in my bed, watch some Game of Thrones. I haven't. I just started Game of Thrones. So that, oh, so you hadn't watched the one from last night then? No, I haven't even seen the original Game of Thrones. You catch, okay. You're on season one, so I'm going to catch up on that. Disconnect from football because I prioritize some days away from football now. I think it's important you know, for everybody mm-hmm. to be able to disconnect Probably a little good. bit. Yeah, so yeah. 
I probably won't turn on no college games. I still be, I might turn on some NFL games, see what Snead and J Mac up to. Some of my uh, friends, you know, who's not in college no more. But other than that, you know, just be around the people I care about and relax a little bit. It was awesome, but probably not shocking to you to see Sneed score the other night, right? Oh, yeah. We knew what Sneed's going to do. That's what I'm saying. It don't surprise me. Everyone else shocked, but we not. Got in the end zone. We hear a lot about, and we'll talk more about NC State next week, but we hear a lot about their defense. What mm-hmm. what about their offense? Because that's what you're going to be. You know, what are, what, what are you starting to look at? You know, their quarterback's dangerous, but what are you – when you're starting to break down their offense now, what do you see? Uh, I mean, I see a, a good offensive front. They have good players across the board, but that's what anybody, they use their players real well. Uh, but I haven't really dove into much tape. I watched a couple games to know what the coaches recommend, but I'm going to do a little bit of studying myself to see you know, where I fit in, what I can do as an individual to help. But like I said, we got two weeks. I'm going to dive into that sometime. This week, school just started. Just moved into my new apartment. Got a puppy. feel like I got a kid right now. Man. Yeah. You really are old, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Life come at you fast. <laughs> but, yeah. The old man, Xavier but, Smith, joining yeah, us here. They're a good team, a good offense. But, you know, I look at our defense like, yeah, I don't, we don't duck smoke. Defensively, you're not going to duck smoke. So, I look at it as opportunity to show where we're at defensively and you got to have confidence because you've gotten better and better every year on that side of the ball you know since you've been here since Blake Harrell's come in uh, that defense has improved every year and and why not think you're going to improve even more this year right yeah for real we got great players across the board and we really playing we we playing lights out right now you know so I'm excited to see what you know we're going to do this year what'd you name your puppy uh Princeton Hmm. Yes, young prince. <laughs> uh, I've got. You want to get to the off the field stuff, Troy? Or you yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about football wise? We got a few uh, off the field questions we're going to ask you. Oh yeah, come on, whatever. All right, so you got to pick three different teammates for these questions. Okay. First question: What teammate would you want to live with for a year? A so year? in the same room. Yeah, got same a, room. Maybe share a bed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> None. I'm be real. Nobody on the team. You know, I guess stay in a room with for a year. Well, who's your, who's your roommate? Was your roommate like when you go on the road and stuff? Uh, it was germ, but you know, it's cool for you know a night. You know, I didn't say same room. I don't know why you wanted to be the same room. <laughs> All right, let's a, let them share an apartment. Okay, share an apartment. Uh, share an apartment. There's a lot of guys I share an apartment with. It's really a maturity thing for me. Like, well, know, yeah. Like, so who do you? If I can talk to him, I'm re- stub right now. Ryan Stubblefield. Okay, he's young, but you know, he's like a little brother to me but you know he's cool I'll be around people you know that I can connect so you what you can tell them what to do is that what you're saying nah I don't don't want to be you can have a a mental connection yeah open conversation you know be up front and be like okay figure stuff out as a you know All right. All right, so Stubblefield is that one. Uh, what teammate? Do you have a sister, Xavier? Yeah, I got a sister. None of them. If you ask them what I would let down team. Your sister has to marry a football player. A teammate. You know, Come no. on. There's got to be one None guy. Of got one guy. Okay, let me see. Could be, um, and it doesn't matter if the guy's dating someone. This is fictional. Let me see. One guy you trust, a good guy. You got a good well, guy. My sister? Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, He'd be your brother in law. Let me see. Uh, I'm gonna say Joe Sampson. You know he, Joe Sampson. That's what he a respectful person. I, All right, yeah, good, good deal. Joe and uh, Xavier, we don't want you to get beat up and hurt. Not that you'd lose <laughs> the fight, but we don't want you fighting before game one. So, what teammate would you pick to fight your battle for you? Some guy squaring up with you. We don't want you to fight. So, who are you picking to take your spot? Uh, I'm gonna bring Rich or Jacoby. They both strong. Is yeah, they both strong. I'm picking Rich or Jacoby. Who Rich? Who's uh, Richard Pierce? 
Okay. All right. Or Jacoby Simpson. All right. There's the answers. Thank you, Xavier. Yes, sir. There you go. Took a while to get the uh, sister one, but yeah, we got yeah. them all out Still, there. Still, Joe Samson, yeah. no way. There's no. a lot of thought right Still there. No Don't point. get any ideas. It ain't it's... like I thought of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already knew the question. As soon as you got a sister. I know. I didn't even no, say sir. anything. I said, you got a sister? And he said, no. 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 <laughs> Xavier, I always enjoy it, man. We'll, uh, we'll have one more preseason chat with you next Monday and finally get to the games. But oh, yeah. we're getting close, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Uh, Miles Berry, not on that side of the ball, uh, but Miles, uh, Coach K can talk. You probably have heard it from your side, right? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I'm not listening to him too much, you know, because we're on the opposite side of the ball, so I'm usually going against him. But, yeah, he definitely he definitely can talk when he's feeling excited. <laughs> Miles, uh, we appreciate you joining us to talk sure. some football here today as uh, we continue on the Delcor Players Lounge. And how did uh, Saturday go for you? Very personable guy. I'm sure you handled media day easily, right? Yeah, no, nah, it was a good day. Uh, just seeing a lot of the same uh, reporters and everything. So just, it was, it was cool just getting a chance to talk to them and just disregarding football you know and just seeing how they're doing but football too saturday was a good day and everybody's pumped up i'm pumped up about the game and just ready ready for football season to start talk with some of the other guys camp finally over getting into a game week mode now and then officially game week next week how ready are you to finally be able to hit someone else other than wearing purple (laughs) and gold to go uh, you know unite as a team against a a different opponent yeah because you know all the camp is like offense defense offense defense i'm always you know going against holton and going against like Noah Henderson and some of those linemen but now just being able to completely dial in on NC State is good and you know like I said we're tunnel vision we've already been you know analyzing them heavily so just being able to really dial in as a whole team uh, offense on their defense defense on their offense is is just a great thing we're locked in who's been the uh, now the camp's over I know you're ready to to see a guy in a red and white jersey but who was the toughest guy to bring down toughest guy to tackle on uh, the offensive side for ECU hmm all right, running running back wise, I'll say Rajay. Rajay is a is a heavy load. He's a load. Receiver wise, CJ's a load too. CJ and I, I also Isaiah. Isaiah Winstead, he he's been great. His catching, as soon as he catches the ball, he's trying to get upfield. So just being able to bring him down is tough. So I definitely say running back wise, Rajay, and receiver wise, either CJ or Isaiah. Coach Houston said the back and forth from offense and defense was great. This camp also said it led to some skirmishes, which he said never got out of control. Just one of those things. And, yeah. and Rajay brought up a good point that as long as that's done between the lines and it doesn't carry over, then it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, so, I how mean, you feel about it? It's the game of football. So it's a, it's a violent sport. It's a very physical sport. And, you know, sometimes you feel like somebody might have cheap-shotted you or, or done something extracurricular after the whistle. So, you know, it's just it's so much competition between the offense and defense so sometimes it leads to something a little more but at the end of the day we're teammates and we're brothers so we got to calm that down after the play miles barry linebacker for ecu football joining us inside the players lounge here on pirate radio any of those dust-ups involve you miles uh, one one was involving me you know but uh it it, it was canceled out very very quickly um and then i'm always the guy to try to pull somebody off of somebody yeah. else you <laughs> well, and you're a bigger dude i can't yeah. imagine many people trying to start something well with you know you i know? mean i'm i'm big but also uh, it's a lot of people bigger than me you know you got a lot of i'm going against offense alignment on every time you know spelling yeah. blocks and trying to get off blocks and different things like that so sometimes it can lead to something more physical but at the end of the day like i said we're teammates so we after after it might start it it 
it cancels out very quickly. Yeah. Is the miles we're talking to now different than like Saturday uh, when the clock starts? Miles, like, it's is got, there yeah. a, a switch no. that flips yeah, or definitely. something? Definitely. It, it took me a minute to find that switch. I feel like at every level you you find your different switch because their switch in high school is different than your switch in college. So, but yeah, I'm very cool, calm right now. But on the on on Saturdays, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm not really talking as much. You know, I'm very dialed in, just thinking about what I have to do and, you know, how I have to lead the defense, how I have to lead the team. And once that once that clock starts, once it kicks off, I'm I'm ready to go. I think we get Wall Street, Miles Barry. <laughs> Saturday, the team gets uh, Warrior, Miles yeah, Barry. Yeah, most definitely. Know? No, I... I um, Miles means soldier, and it's something that I love that my dad named me soldier after, like, soldier and a warrior, and that's that's the mentality that I tap into on, on Saturdays. It's pretty cool. Miles yeah. Berry joining us, uh, who described himself as a cool nerd last yes, week. Yes, most uh, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, you, into, you into nerdy stuff like Game of Thrones and oh, House I, of Dragon? I love Game of Thrones. House of Dragon was 10 out of 10. I agree. premiere last night. It was great. 10 out of 10. Um, but yeah, well, see, that's like, cool. That nerd would be more like you're into Harry Potter. You know? Yeah, like, and I, I mean, I, I started Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, well, see, there you I go. Read cool the first, I read the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> I didn't continue on, but I, I definitely might tap, in, tap back into Harry Potter. Don't try and typecast this guy. Yeah. He's got a lot of interest, man. I do, man. I'm, I'm very diverse. I like yeah. a, I like a lot of different things. And that's a good thing. Very well rounded, uh, Miles Berry for sure. Appreciate that. All right, so uh, what do you want to uh, accomplish this uh, week? Is it about more, you know, the film and, and knowing what they do? I guess this is the time that the scout team becomes important, right? They're Most doing uh, NC State uh, plays and things like that. So, uh, what's this week and next week of practice? Well, like? this week, I'll say this week will definitely be just getting my body back. Um, being able to rest, we had all of Sunday to rest. We had all of today to rest. So just getting our body back right. And but mentally, it's it's really more mental now. We we've been at it physically the past three weeks in camp. So now just mentally locking in and making all the correct checks and adjustments and knowing what we have to do. And then leading into next week, we're we're all locked in um, into NC State. So any mistakes that we make this week, we are going to have it corrected by next week. And we, we've heard from the guys, this is a big special teams week, too, Most working definitely. on that. How much uh, involvement do you have on, on that side of the ball? Well, yeah, I'm I'm starting on kickoff, and I, I want to also, I think I'm a second second team on punt, but really, whenever, wherever they need me, I'll, I'll definitely do a special teams. It's huge. It, it has the ability to win or lose you a game, you know, so mm-hmm. we definitely know how important special teams is, and sometimes as a starter, you know, you, you want to just completely focus on defense, but special teams is definitely a big, big uh, factor in on the team and and like I said, how you win or lose football games. You played early on in your career, so were you ever on the uh, the scout team, or are you so bypass? I, I, have a, I have a funny story with the with the scout team. So I was on scout team for one day, uh, my freshman year, and then uh, one of the one of the players, an older player at the time, he got suspended off the team. So then they pulled me right back out of scout out of scout team, and I was right back in the second rotation at the Nickelback at that time, mm-hmm. my freshman year. But no, I, like I said, I was on, only on scout team for about. <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> there you go. Back, yes, uh, then you got called up. Uh, it sounds like Xavier's going to run some special teams too, so the philosophy mm-hmm. and coaches do it different ways, but the philosophy here is going to be, let's let's put our best guys on the field right. for kickoff. I mean, you want your best 11 on the field, no matter if it's offense, defense, or special teams. So a lot of the older guys, we have we have that experience. We have so many pl- like plays and um, reps under our belt, so you want guys that you can trust out there, especially his role, 
especially like on punt, he's he's calling the punt, you know. So you want to have a, a leader and a guy that's very experienced calling that, especially punt is so important. So um, yeah, but we're we're always ready to step up any way we can help the team. We will. Miles Barry joining us. Miles got some uh, questions, Troy. Unless okay. you want to, you got any right. other football questions? No, I'm good with the football stuff. <clears throat> okay, until cool. next week. I, I like these uh, three very important questions we have to get to All off right. the field here. We'll see how Miles answers. So you got to name three different teammates for three different questions here. Okay. Your first question is, what teammate would you like to live with for an, for a year? So somebody mm-hmm. you can get along with, somebody that's going to clean up, somebody you can uh, trust to live with. Well, you don't have to get along with them. It's just I'll who say, you want to live with. I'll say. I would live with Jonathan Coleman. All right, Jonathan, Jonathan Coleman. Why yeah. is that? Uh, we we're a lot the same. Okay. Uh, I feel like we we have the same interests. We uh, he's a member of Omega Psi Phi. I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So you know we have we have similar interests, and he's very cool and and laid back. Uh, he has a very laid back demeanor, <clears throat> like myself, and he's very clean. So. All right, yeah. <laughs> this is the toughest one. Uh, okay. Do you have a sister, Miles? No, I'm an only child. All right, well. An important female in your life, a cousin, okay, a but uh, you know, um, any type of female. Okay. What teammate to. would you want to marry? An important female mm-hmm. in your life. Xavier said nobody twenty seven times before he finally gave. Yeah, us an we answer. broke him and he gave us. He an finally answer. gave us an answer. Yeah, mm. it's a difficult one, Troy. That's yeah. Because there's a lot of things that goes into that, you know. (laughs) But I'll say as far as loyalty, I'll say Gerard Stringer. All right, Gerard Stringer. I'll say Gerard Stringer. He'll be happy to hear that. Yeah, I'll say him. Quite the endorsement. But it's definitely no. No, 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 no. But (laughs) if I did have to choose, it it would be Gerard Stringer. Yeah, we understand. And then, uh, Miles, we don't want you fighting before week one. We need you to But uh, somebody squared up with you. You're going to pick a teammate to fight that guy for you. Who are you picking to fight? Somebody's got to fight your battle. Yeah. Noah Henderson. He's a big fella. Noah. I don't, I don't I, think in, in any if anybody wants to fight Noah, then... <laughs> step right up. Yeah, step up. <laughs> yeah. But I'll take Noah over anybody. Good call. <laughs> Going to the offensive line, always a good spot Yeah, to most pick. definitely. All right, good stuff, Miles. Thanks for joining us today, Thanks man. Thanks for having me. Uh, have a good week of practice, and... Uh, We'll have one more, I guess, preseason chat with you next Monday, and then we'll be talking about games. And we locked in. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of the Voice of the Pirate Nation.